Hey, welcome listeners. My name is DeAndre Turner, and in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing early American history from the American Revolution, the Constitution, the Civil War, and the reconstruction of the Civil War. And we're going to discuss each four segments. So we're going to talk about each segment. And uh, yeah, enough talk and let's get started. So, starting off with the first segment of segment one, uh, to begin with, we're going to be talking about the Revolutionary War and how it started between Britain and the colonists, basically. So, yeah, enough talking. Let's get to the first question. So, the first question of segment one asks, what were some issues and events that led to the Civil War? So basically, Britain, uh, they needed money to pay war debts, so Britain attempted to raise money by reforming colonial control. So the king and parliament decided to get several kinds of taxes from the colonists to help pay for the French and Indian War. But clearly, of course, the colonists did not agree with that and did not like that, uh, which they started riots. They started like protesting against the British and stuff. Until one of the British hit uh, hit the colonists, which led to the Civil War. So, uh, yeah, that's how that situation happened. Or no, I mean, that's how the war happened. And uh, on to the next question. On question two of segment one ask, how did colonists resist Britain oppression? What examples occurred? So the colonists fought for their right by protesting, saying that these taxes violated their rights as British citizens. Uh, and then the colonists started to resist by not buying British goods and boycotting. So the colonists finally stood up for themselves and uh, basically said, Hey, we're not going to support you anymore because you want to mistreat us. So we're going to mistreat you, basically. So uh, that, yeah, that's what happens here. And now done with this one. Now moving on to the next question. Now on the last question of segment one, ask, what were the significance of declaration of independence? The important thing about the Declaration of Independence is it contains the ideas and goals of our nation and how we can become greater and stronger. It contains the complaints of the colonists against the British king for their right. It also holds our arguments of why the colonists wanted to leave Britain and be free from, from the British rule. So, yeah, the Declaration of Independence holds some pretty deep stuff up in there. And, uh, yeah, that's what it is. And we're done with this segment. Now, moving on to the second segment. In this second segment, uh, we're going to be discussing the Constitution and the laws it holds.
In question one asks, what was the United States' first constitution and what were the weaknesses of it? The United States' first constitution was called Articles of Confederation. The weaknesses of the constitution were tax wars, foreign affairs and shambles, and arguing among states. The constitution had no power to coin money, so therefore each state developed its own currency. No national court system was established to protect the rights of U.S. citizens. So, yeah, basically the Articles of the Confederation, uh, they basically didn't have, like, like no power yet, really, because no one didn't really support them. And they, uh, it, was, it was just difficult, but they got through it, though. And, yeah, that's it for this question, and on to the next question. Now, question two on segment one uh, asks, how was the U.S. federal government structured under the Constitution? Explain three branches and their jobs. <clears throat> so the U.S. federal government has three significant branches called legislative, executive, and judicial, and they each play an important role. The legislative branch is made up of the House and Senate known as a Congress. The legislative makes all laws, declares wars, and controls taxing and spending policies. The executive branch has the power to put plans, actions, or laws into effect. Also, the executive branch carries out and and enforces laws. Lastly, the judicial branch is a system, of course, that explains and applies the law in legal cases and in court. And uh, yeah, those are the three branches. And, and moving on to the next question. Now, the last question on this segment asks: What issue divided the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists? How was the conflict resolved? Uh, so, the issue that divided the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists was that the Federalists didn't exactly agree on the same thing. So, um, they both, yeah, so they, ba- so they both basically didn't agree on the same thing. In the Federalists, they wanted a strong executive government. In the Anti-Federalists, they wanted a weaker central government. Also, the Federalist government did not want a Bill of Rights because they thought the Constitution was enough. And then the Anti-Federalists wanted a Bill of Rights because they believed the Constitution was not fair. So the conflict resolves pretty poorly because, of course, they ain't really agree on the same thing. So, yeah, we're done with this segment. Now moving on to the next segment. Now, in this segment, I'm going to be discussing the analysis of the Civil War and Reconstruction. And we're also going to be, di- be discussing on how and why it started and what happened between the North and the South. And question one asks, what were some issues and events that led to the Civil War? So the issues and events that led to the Civil War was Lincoln did not like the South were having uh, black slaves 
And he did want to stop the South from having slaves. And he said he would do everything necessary to keep the to keep the United States united as one country. But he didn't at the same time because he wanted to get, he wanted to keep the nations together and not be separated. Uh, yeah. So then the Confederates attacked the Union soldiers at Fort Sumner. So Lincoln just declared war on the South. So the reason why he declared war on the South was the Confederates attacked the uh, the Union soldiers first. So like, he had no other choice but to declare war. So, yeah, that's what happened. And on to the next question. All right, now on question two of segment three asks, was the South justified in fearing that President Lincoln in the North would abolish slavery? The South was proven in fearing that Lincoln in the North would end slavery because slavery would become illegal everywhere and blacks and whites would battle for control and the blacks would join the Civil War to fight for their freedom. So, yeah, uh, the Confederates would be pretty scared if Abraham Lincoln um, abolished slavery because it will become illegal everywhere and they won't have any uh, slaves to like do their own work. So, yeah, moving on to the next question. Now, on the last question of segment three, asks, should the South should have broken away from the U.S.? No, because if the South had broken away from the U.S., then the leaders of the South would make their own laws and still have slavery in the South. Also, the slavery would spread throughout the southern states and more slaves would have more work and more labor. So no, I don't really think the South should have broken away from the from the United States. Because of course if they do, then they'll just spread out through the South and uh I don't that, that that's not a good thing. So yeah. Uh now moving on to our last segment. Finally, in this last segment, we're going to be discussing the aftermath of the Civil War and what the black people have to go through during this time. Uh, so the first question asks, what was the Reconstruction and what were the goals? In the aftermath of the Civil War, which ended in April 1865, Lincoln wanted the South to rejoin the Union and heal wounds. So basically, the North wanted to rebuild the South since it was so destroyed. And, and <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. And the goal was to bring the South back into the Union while protecting the rights and safety of the newly free slaves. But of course, that wasn't going to be easy because the free slaves are black. So, yeah, um, on to the next question. Now, this question asks, what obstacles did the free slaves face during the Reconstruction? The free slaves had to face against President Andrew Johnson, which he assassinated President Lincoln. And also, Andrew Johnson had uh, black coats to keep slaves from having rights. And also, uh, there was this thing back then called the Ku Klux Klan, the Ku Klux Klan, my bad, or the KKK. And uh, they and they made sure that the blacks were not equally with the white and to make sure that the blacks don't gain too much power. So, 
yeah, basically, uh, they basically just don't like black people, basically, and they just want to get rid of them, and yeah, uh, that's it for this one, and on to the next question. Now, uh, on the last question on segment four, uh, do you think the North should have punished the South or helped them recover and move back to the U.S. with no hard feelings? All right, so uh, this is me personally, like, like what I think, but I believe that, but I believe that the North does not have to punish the South for slavery because the North doesn't want the South to see them as a violent nation, and I feel like they would do that. And I feel like they would want them to follow their path in another right away. So, yeah, I believe that the North should just, just like, accept the South with no hard feelings. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's it for this uh, today's podcast of American Revolution through Reconstruction. And thank you for listening to my podcast. And I wish you all a blessed and beautiful day. And, uh, yeah, just be safe and see you.